0: Welcome to the Expand and Evolve podcast. I'm your host, Carly Pynchon. My biggest lessons in life have been around health, money, and relationships. Each week, I'll be sharing my real, raw, and authentic experiences in hopes that by sharing what I've learned throughout my journey, it will be able to help you on yours. Join me each week as we both evolve and expand into our healthiest, happiest, and most abundant versions of ourselves. I can't wait to grow with you. Hello, you guys. I am still in my hotel room at day two of the Financial Mastery Intensive and it was so amazing. I feel like I am just buzzing with creativity, with ideas, with understanding my purpose and my passion and how all of these things link back to why it's so valuable to build a business and be able to leverage the business you've built in order to kind of utilize that to pursue your passions and your bigger mission in life. And so, there were a couple key takeaways that I found really really valuable that I wanted to share with you. Um we heard from a chief financial officer today and the things that he shared were super valuable, but I feel like that needs to be in a different episode because that's not what my mind is buzzing on in this moment because we just had a speaker. His name is Tim Seku, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, and his story is just incredible, but I felt like the questions he asked were so unbelievably valuable and honestly, kind of what you could uncover by asking yourselves these things could be so profound that like it could change your entire life and trajectory. And especially if you're already building a business could give you so much purpose um, and mission that you will wake up every day feeling so different about showing up and building this thing in order to, just be in service of others. And I think, um, what I wanted to really go through is just, he really talked about these two ways that you can basically what, what you can build from, basically. I just said basically 900 times, but one mountain that you might climb and I don't want to butcher this. So I'm going to, I'm going to review it for you. Um, but basically that there's two ways that a lot of people build businesses and, for a lot of people, like that could just be building your business, like the reason you chase a job or um, a degree, all of that kind of stuff. Um, The first one was that usually it's in service to self, right? Like you're very self-motivated. You might be driven more by ego. And when I say ego, I used to feel kind of weird about that word and think like, oh, ego, like I'm not egotistical, but it just means that you're being driven by things within you. So that could look like you're driven by wounding. And when I say wounding, it could be someone told you that you wouldn't be successful. So you utilize that to go chase success. Someone told you that you would never amount to anything without them. Like I hear that sometimes men who told women like you're a single mom, no one's going to want you. Um, if you leave me and they sometimes will use that power over somebody to try to control them. And so you may have heard something like that. It could be as much as like, you didn't grow up with money and you want to show these people from high school that now look how successful I am. Cause I have a, Mercedes and a G-Wagon or I have like the Lamborghini or like whatever that thing is or like I have the new Gucci bag whatever that materialistic thing is right like you have the big house or any of that stuff that could be your drive which is not necessarily a bad thing like it can be used to your benefit and to your power as long as at some point if you're building out of wounding you can take a step back and be able to be like wait 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 like what what was I building this for and who was I building this for And is this serving me? Because a lot of the time what happens is if you just keep, you're like, okay, well, maybe if I make the next income goal, or maybe I make another hundred grand, or maybe I make this sales goal, or maybe when I get the car, or maybe when I get the house, or maybe when I get another house, or maybe when I get the other property, like you keep chasing things outside of you. For some people, they're in that chase and it keeps them busy and it helps them build success. Yes. And you can make money that way. Yes. But at what point, like you'll wake up and end up realizing like you chase all this time and you spent all this time building but who was it for what was it for is it in alignment with your morals and your values and the things that you care about um maybe not and in another way like do you feel like you have purpose because you could be real busy all the time and still not really feel like you know yourself or like you have purpose and so That could be the first way that you're building, right? Um, And this quote said, if the first mountain is about building up the ego and defining the self, which isn't honestly, I feel like me first going to university and going to get the job and going to get the degree was to do the things that I thought meant I would be successful, kind of out of... What other people had told me, so it's like, oh look, I did the things. Look how successful I am because I went and got went to school and I got a degree and I have a good job and like the pension, the benefits, blah blah blah. blah. And then it was like I'm gonna have kids and get married because that's what I think I'm supposed to do. And so I was building out of that. Then I transitioned into building a business. It was still not totally self focused because I wanted it for the kids. But but there were things where for a little bit I did care about materialism. It was like if I can go get the Louis Vuitton bag or like get the fancy car, then like people will see me and be like, Ooh, look, she's successful. And that didn't last very long for me where I know for some people, they really do care about that stuff and it can last a lot longer. Um, but this is just a side note. I remember one time I was at Fashion Valley in San Diego and I was outside of the, oh my God, what is that? May I have your attention, please? Oh, this is perfect. May I have your intention please? The been going a fire emergency in oh the good, a building. fire emergency! Evacuate the building. A you fire emergency, affected. and I have to Do leave. Hold on. Elevator. Interrupted by a fire alarm. Anyways, we're back. And what I was saying is that uh, I was at the, I was at in San Diego at Fashion Valley, and I remember looking outside of the Louis Vuitton store and feeling this dark cloud of energy. Okay, I can't explain it. I just was like, oh, there's darkness here. And it started making me reflect. It was during the time where, during just seasons of life where there's a lot of darkness being exposed. And I felt like I was becoming really aware of certain things. And I went, oh my gosh, there's darkness in materialism. And then it was like unpacking that, like, okay, where is this desire for this brand name stuff? Like, is it even valuable? Um, And is the value we place upon it even worth it? And like, why do we want it? And who is it for? Is it really for us? Is it really for them? And like, showing other people like, what is the need for it? Right. And so anyways, I went on this huge thing about that. And so what I'll say is for a lot of people, their first desire and motivation to build sometimes is for that external validation of success and what success looks like. And for a little while I was like, do I need to buy these things to show I'm successful? Like, do I need to go buy the brand name stuff and show people I'm successful in order to Have people think I'm successful, right? Because I feel like that's what we see so often on social. It's like, oh, this person has all these things, they must be successful. And that's not even necessarily true. So, anyways, that's like the first mountain, right? Where you're building and you're climbing, and it's more um, ego centered in the sense that you are building for self and for maybe external validation. um, And you're building up that ego to make you feel like, oh, I'm so good, I'm so cool, right? And maybe that's not how you feel, but you know what I mean by that. And then the second mountain is all about shedding the ego and losing the self. And it's losing the self to service. And that's where everything transitions and this building and, and your mission is no longer about just serving you and, and serving the desires that you have, but it becomes about other people. And it becomes about a mission that you want to serve. And it becomes about just the impact. And that is where I feel like the secret sauce is truly in feeling purposeful, feeling aligned, feeling good about showing up and working and then giving that gift of whatever that your gift is to others by building a business. And I think one really amazing thing, and I've always known this through the business that I'm in, is uh, as you build a business, I always have said this too, like you're never going to grow to the level you haven't grown personally. And ultimately that's the amazing thing about growing a business and going on that journey of entrepreneurship or growing your own business is that it forces you to really face all the crap in your life and the areas where you haven't been able to push through or grow through or all the uncomfortable stuff is always going to show up when you're building a business and it allows you the space to work through it and ultimately your business is going to grow as big as you just decide to grow personally and that's where putting energy into personal growth is so important and then i feel like as you grow as a person what happens is you no longer really care about the ego stuff you're able to shed that drop that And that's where you end up in this place where what Tim was talking about, so many people come to these healing centers and they go, oh my gosh, I don't know what my purpose is, but they're successful. And so because it's kind of like the two mountains, like you have built it out of that, then you go, wait, what am I doing here? What am I on this planet for? Who am I here to serve? Like, what is my greater purpose in life? And that's where once you find that mission, you can continue to build and continue to have abundance and continue continue to have success. It's just out of a different energy. Uh, And so anyways... What I wanted to say on that is he kind of explained it in a way that was like people, the two mountains too. You can think of it as like you're building for Monopoly. It's like the Monopoly game. You're building it out of all those things that I just talked about. And then the infinite game is like the second mountain where it's for life. Like you feel aligned for a life purpose, like you could do this forever because it matters so much to you in the greater good of what it's going to cause for either humanity or the people that you're serving or, or whatever that mission is. Um, And on that note, what he kind of asked, I want to talk about this other thing called the freedom ladder in a minute too. But some of the questions that came up were that he said that this could really benefit you in um, understanding and learning for yourself were questions like, okay, hold on. So what the first question was, what pains my heart to see exist today? So you could ask yourself that, like, what is things that you, what are things, what is, what are things that you see in your day-to-day life that pain you? Like they hurt your heart and you care about them so much because all of us are unique. All of us care about different things. All of us have different things that just we feel so much for within our hearts. And I think that's the beauty of it is there's going to be some people who really care about children, some people who really care about animals, some people who really care about the environment, some people who really care about equality, some people who really care about women empowerment, people who care about male empowerment, like people who care about parenting, people who care about whatever, like whatever the thing is for you, like write down the things that pain your heart that you see. And so some of the things that I wrote just as examples were um, like animal factory farming crushes my soul. Like animals are not supposed to live like that. We all need to like, and I shouldn't even say we all, because it's like everyone has a different thing. But for me, that weighs heavy on me. Another thing is like child sex trafficking. Um, the inability for some people to see how stuck they are in fear and how much it's destroying their life um, and the impact that they could have and the beauty of who they once were before there was all of these projections and stories that they decided to live by. And I just see that through the, the beauty of my children where I'm like, you guys are so innocent and amazing and like have so much belief and there's no limitations on them. Like they feel like they can do anything. And it, I see humans, and this is something that maybe has served me, maybe hasn't, but I see the little boy or little girl in every single person. And I can see the pain that they've either been through based on how they're showing up in their life now or what they, you know, just I can see that through them. And I have so much empathy for hurt people who are operating out of a place of hurt even now in their life, because I go, oh my gosh, like these are the things that likely happened to you as a child. And I have empathy for that. I'm learning how to not necessarily just like let people off the hook though because we're all adults. But anyways, I'm like that pains me. And then the the way people don't understand that their health and the way they take care of themselves is either aiding and having them have a like healthy, happy life or not. Um, Another thing was just the awful treatment of the earth. Like it really hurts my heart to see the way that we're building and like destroying Mother Earth and all these things that we. Really, I'm like, my big, big dream goal would be everyone goes back to like having their own acre with their own land that they're living off of in community where we can just live our healthiest lives because we're growing our own food and we have community and we're surrounded by people. And that's like why I'm so right now focused on having a farm and being able to buy land because I'm like, I'm enrolling my kids in my vision and all this stuff. Anyways, this is totally off topic. Anyways, so like looking at yourself and going, okay, what pains my heart to see that's existing today. The next question was, what kind of mission humbles me to contribute my heart? So where is somewhere that you would be willing to contribute your time um, without necessarily getting any money in return? Like what is such a calling on your heart that you're willing to invest your time and energy there without a financial return? That's something that you truly care about. You don't need to fight to care about something you don't care about. Just go where you truly do care. That's going to help you find your purpose, mission, and what you're maybe building a business for is maybe even to contribute to that um, and have the time to volunteer or like be able to donate money, whatever that is. When I'm in total flow and joy as it relates to serving others. So where do you find you have a natural gift? We all have them. Like for me, I'm told all the time, you have the gift of the gab, you have the gift of the gab. I'm just able to talk. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, like a podcast seemed like a smart idea to kind of go put my energy in. Because I like to talk and I like to share and I like to share what I'm learning with other people. Um, and so that might look different for you, but I know for me, when I feel in total flow and joy, is like I love learning about people too. And I used to think about like, I'm okay, am I supposed to go be like a therapist? Like, where can I just sit and learn about people and analyze? Like, ah, mm, yeah, I like love connecting the dots for why people are the way they are. And so for me, like that feels like I'm in flow and joy when I'm able to do that for people um, and listen to them and and be able to be there to. To help them. And so for me too, another thing is funny is like, I really enjoy one-on-one conversations. Like in group settings, I've always been a little bit more funny. Um, and maybe that's just because it's something I'm not super familiar with. But anyways, where do you feel you're in total flow and joy? Another thing would be asking yourself the question, what is a moonshot that will take at least my lifetime to do? So vision painting for yourself is critical. You can't just like, I want to make this much money per year and I'm happy there. Okay. Well, you could do that, but you're limiting yourself and you're not serving the greater good of humanity by doing that. You need expansive goals and dreams that allow you to think so big that it keeps you on track for why you want to serve that mission and wake up every day. And so what his was, was because he does um, healing retreats and plant medicine ceremonies, he was like, I had this vision of government agencies that normally would fight, like maybe between countries, having to do like a plant medicine ceremony where they can find peace and understanding and then have a conversation after versus all of the hate and the war and the anger and all all of the other things that can come up. So a moonshot thing that, you know, could take a lifetime. The next thing, um, is what could I see myself contributing to lifetimes worth? So not even just taking this lifetime, like it could take you two lifetimes to accomplish. Like that's how big it is and getting crystal clear on that. And just understanding that, um, Another thing he said was that a lot of the time, like our purpose and our mission, like we're all like, what is my purpose? I need to find it. And he just said, no, it's not found. It's remembered. Like, and something that I feel and believe is true is we all came here. I don't know how deep you've gone into all this starseed stuff, but part of what I believe now is like, we came here with a mission. That's why we're always like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Because like you just come basically with amnesia, right? Like you start from scratch as a baby, you need to remember it. And so you come here with that within you. And for a lot of us, just based on our systems of how we grew up and how the school system might be based, for example, like that, that um, gift that you have may have been repressed within you because it just wasn't maybe welcomed or accepted or was different or wasn't getting you the A in math class, like whatever it is, like there's different reasons that it could have been repressed. But ultimately it's remembering, it's coming to a remembering of what is that thing. Because all of us have different gifts and amazing things that we're here to contribute. And I believe to come together and like heal this, heal people and heal this planet by uniting. Um, of course, it was 11, 11 when I said that. If you guys believe in numbers, I don't know. Anyways, but what he also said was what we've greatly overcome in our life is a really big clue. So for a lot of us, we're put in this victim energy of like, oh, this happened to me and this happened to me. And I'm like, no, 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 no you need to reframe it and understand, okay, what is the link here to my biggest pain and the things I experienced? Because they're all perfect, you guys. Even the hardest shit was there. And what I even honestly kind of believe now is like you signed a contract before you even came here to go through that. And you just have to remember why that that is so that you could go serve humanity and help other people. And so what he said was just... I just love it. Like what we've greatly overcome in our life is a really big clue. So ask yourself, like go write down like what are your biggest moments of pain and heartbreak and suffering in your life? Was it something to do with a child? Was it something to do with your childhood? Was it um I don't know, I can think of examples like people I know who have lost children, okay? If that's the biggest heartbreak, like how are you rising and overcoming that and how could you help humanity by maybe aiding other women and who, who have lost their babies or something like that. Um, just finding a way that like your biggest hardships and your biggest obstacles that you've overcome, you're meant to go share and teach others how they can overcome it too. And I remember I had a session once where she said that she's like people want to know how you did what you did. Like, how did you do it? I'm like, I don't know. I just did it. And so it's now for me c- trying to realize like, okay, go back. Like what things did you overcome that led you to where you are? And how can you help others through their things by sharing your journey? So I just love that Um, because what it does is it allows you to transmute that pain to overcome it and then serve others. And I think that's, we're also in the victim energy of like, this is happening to me and this is happening to me. It disempowers you when really, as you grow, like what I've found is now when I go through really painful stuff, I go, okay, this is happening perfectly. It's a lesson I agreed to what, like, where is the lesson in this and what am I supposed to learn and how am I supposed to now help others from this? So feel the pain, like feel the grief, feel the sadness, feel the anger, feel the resentment, feel all of those feelings they are human. And then how can you utilize you overcoming all of that and like moving through those feelings to go now help and serve others? So I just love that. Um, And it comes back to that self-service where the two mountains, where at first you're serving yourself then you realize it's a greater purpose and now how can you go serve humanity and help others? And so another thing that he kind of went through was, he said, you can kind of figure this out by asking yourself the questions okay, what do you love? What does the world need? What can you actually physically be paid for? And what are you good at? And just when you start to ask yourself those things, like it's not this big outside thing for me. Like, what, is, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what's working for you? Go inside. What are you naturally good at? This isn't hard. It's just like, what do you naturally do that you might not even think is valuable or helpful? That's probably your gift. Um, and for me, maybe it's like, I don't, I don't know. Right. Like I'm learning right now. I feel like I'm in that place of really understanding and learning like what is my greater purpose. I've had so many things that have shown up throughout my life that I'm reworking and trying to figure this out. But a mission statement that I wrote down, it just like kind of flowed out of me, which this, I would totally refine if this was actually going to be my mission. But something that I wrote down is I want to empower women to wake up to their power, realign with it and remember it because it's within all of us heal them and help them heal so that they can be fully healthy, happy, and abundant and attract the family, partner, and life of their dreams. And that just came through and it was like, okay, that's kind of aligned. I also just feel like for me, um, so much of what I've learned has been through health, then money and business and now relationships. And it's like, okay, those biggest pain points and those biggest obstacles and those biggest struggles around those areas How can I talk through them, work through them, and then help other people work through those same struggles? So anyways, that was really the really big part of it. And then he just touched on at the end, um, the spiritual nature of money and abundance and how money is just fuel to fulfill the infinite game. So like that big greater purpose and your divine mission that's going to serve humanity. And so when you get really in alignment, like, let's just think about that for a second. Like if you've been driven fully out of, I want the Lamborghini and I want the Gucci bag and I want these things. Okay, well, guess what? You might end up coming up to some struggle eventually, or you're chasing that. And then other pieces of your life are going to fail, like your health or your relationships or different things like that, um, where you might find suffering, where when you switch it to being so mission driven and focused, I feel like you call in abundance even more because then it's like whether you believe in universe, God, it's all the same thing. Ultimately, you're going to get blessed with more because you can do more. And it's like you, what is that line? Like do more, have more, no, do more so you can be more, no, have more so you can do more, so you can be more, whatever that is. I butchered it. But ultimately like you're going to have more come to you when you're doing good with it. And it doesn't mean you just like don't live and you give all your money away. But it means you're doing it for a greater cause and you're going to welcome more abundance in that because it's not about you it's about service and if you can find that place of service it's always going to be beneficial for others so creating abundance creates more energy to support yourself and that mission to be realized when your mission is in full service of humanity uh, you'll never have a problem attracting abundance responsibility to take what we earn from that monopoly game. So this is another beautiful part. If you're like, oh my God, I wasted so much time and I was building out of that place. No, it's your capital to be able to utilize, to go now invest or, or use to go basically, um, take what you've earned and pour it into your infinite. So your infinite game would be like the service of others, right? Like how can you utilize that money to go build up now your second side, which is more purpose-driven. So, that was really the the key pieces of it that I felt like were so, so valuable. And then the last part that I just wanted to talk about really quick, um, which was my last kind of key takeaway, was just that the freedom ladder, okay? And so what he did this morning because he was like okay i'm telling you guys to do less and like yes i think manifestation and being able to envision more and use your power to call things in is important however in the beginning of any business there is a grind and there is a hustle but it's not forever and to hustle and grind like that forever isn't sustainable you don't want to go into burnout however you do need to put in the time put in the hours put in the grind to get things moving into some level of momentum or self-sustainability within your business before you can even start to have the freedom of all these other steps. And so he said, there's basically the freedom ladder, which is level one um, is maybe freedom from like the $3 worries. Like I can afford the coffee, I can afford that food, I can afford that burger, whatever, like little things. That's level one of freedom. And ask yourself, what level are you on and where do you want to be? So level two would be freedom to ask the $30,000 question. So those are things like Um, where do I want to live? What house could I maybe buy? Like, should I buy a car? So you'd like, you know, those bigger expenses. Level three is freedom from location. So you're not tied to any location. Your business can move with you wherever your skills can move with you, wherever you're not tied to a location. Level four is freedom of time limits. So maybe you've built a business that allows you the time freedom to do as you wish, move where you'd like, um, work when or how you want. And level five is the freedom of expectations. So there's no one needing you or expecting anything from you because you've built like more self sustaining business that allows itself to kind of run itself. Right. And I feel like that's the ultimate freedom because then you actually have true freedom. And when you have that, what I find at least through my journey of moving through these is that when you free up the space, it allows you and the freedom of like expectations and time limits and all that stuff, It allows you the space to start going back into your creativity and understanding like what is your greater purpose and how can you serve? And that's just what I found the beauty is and why I think it's so valuable. Like sometimes people have a weird thing about chasing money. It's not about the money, right? It's about the freedom that the money can help you have and the impact you can make when you make more. Um, So that was it. Those are the key takeaways from day two. And again, I'm going to have a microphone soon, but I was like, I just have to get these out there and recorded because they're fresh. And um, for just another quick one is just the guy. So Tim Seiku, you can find him on Instagram, but he was the one who spoke all this. I never want to seem like I'm just giving you guys something that I made up. It's not, it's what he shared. Um, And then the next thing would be, this was all at Danny Morell's financial intensive. So it's such an amazing program. I'm just so happy that I'm investing in myself to do this stuff because I think when you're a leader in business um they always say like coaches have coaches but when you're a leader in business and you're helping other people you don't really have anyone pouring into you and so this has been so fun for me i joined in march because i'm like ah oh, like i have new ideas and i'm learning new things and there's like people who know different stuff than i know that i'm able to learn from and i feel just excited by it so i would say if you're someone who's a leader or ceo like you're you're building a business and it's all you and it's all your ideas like Find a way to join something that can can give you knowledge that you might not have um, so that you can get poured into because it's so important for us to feel poured into. And yes, we can do our own work, right? Like we can read and I read and I listen to podcasts and I do all that. But this is just more intense and it's an intensive, right? And so it's different and it's allowing me the space to just really tap into different parts of my mind that I hadn't been thinking about. And I feel like it's moving me out of that limited vision that I had for what I was currently doing and expanding it so much more into ways that I could grow in the future. And I just love it. So um, with that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope this stuff was helpful. I feel like the freedom ladder, asking yourself those questions, you guys, write them down in the journal, like figure that out for you. And even if right now you're not in a place where you can just go pursue that passion or that vision, that's okay. Like you can... (sighs) You can write it down and start to understand it while still building, like working at the full-time job, building that business. You can still use that to your advantage. And then from there, be able to have that service and that mission-driven kind of why that you're working toward. And it's going to keep you way more inspired and motivated when it's in service of others. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am so proud of you for taking the time out of your day to prioritize you. And I hope you found something of value that's going to assist you in evolving and growing into your healthiest and happiest self. If something in today's episode stood out and you feel like it could help someone, you know, send this episode their way or share it on social and tag me at Carly Pynchon and let me know your key takeaways so I can see what you loved most. If you could also leave me a review on the platform you're listening on, I would appreciate it so much and be forever grateful. Don't forget to check out all the links in my show notes where you can download freebies, sign up for masterclasses and join my mailing list where I offer more exclusive content. I can't wait to connect again on next week's episode. And between now and then take a moment right now to schedule something in that allows you to prioritize you.